Hey everyone, welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We are about to have some fun. I hope you're ready. Thank you for being here, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. What is going on? Y'all, man, oh, man. It's beginning to coaching international week or coaching international coach week. However you say it, y'all, we're here with another hot takes where we're always seeking to be humble, open and transparent. And so, y'all, I brought with me a coach. I brought with me somebody who is going to talk to you all about the good stuff that coaches talk about to include branding, business and all those other good things. Y'all I have Coach Jamila with me today. How's it going, coach? I'm good. How are you, Lawrence? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And so just before we get going with today's topic, uh, I want you to tell people where you are in the world um, and tell them all about that Alabama accent that you have. Um, and, and then we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> Is that Alabama? OK, so hi, everyone on the Hot Takes uh, podcast. My name is Jamila Bannister, and I'm a personal branding a strategist and coach from Trinidad and Tobago. So not quite south of the United States, but south of the Caribbean. So that's where I am still south. I love it. I love it. And so as we think about just this coach, you know, not just coaching week, but the the modality and business career field of business coaching, marketing and all the rest of those things. Why was this work for you? Well, it's it's so funny because um, when I first started in the area of personal branding and coaching development, it really was because I was in a space where I wanted an opportunity to take what I had and turn it into something that was useful for other people. Because I was in that space where the job market was difficult. I had all of these academic skills you know going to school and I have all these degrees but it was very difficult for me to turn that into anything more than just a whole bunch of paper and a whole bunch of letters after my name and um so I said to myself I say how smart are you if you can't take all of this money you invested in education and turn it into something useful <laughs> so at, the, at that point you know I started on my own journey to come to a place where I needed to understand how exactly am I going to use what I have to turn it into value for others and that journey actually saw me take my previous experience in the field of marketing and branding and communications and turn it into personal branding. Because if you can do it for a company or a brand, you can more than do it for yourself and market yourself and put yourself out there. But I recognize that there were quite a few people who were also in the space that I was in, professionals who may have... Um, either left their jobs or was put off from their jobs. So either voluntarily or, you know, you were forced out in any particular way. And they now had to find a way to make things work, right? So they would have invested a whole bunch of time and energy into themselves. And now they're in a space where, all right, well, this is no longer for me, but how do I make all of this knowledge work, all of this passion that I have work outside of the context of somebody hiring me? So what for me was the biggest driver and continues to be the biggest driver 
is teaching people how to achieve their fullest potential and how to take charge of their own um, journey and destiny and, 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 and not feel powerless because I felt very powerless when I recognized that I had to wait on somebody to hire me. It's a very, a very strange position for to be in, especially if you're somebody who's used to like moving and shaking and getting things done. And all of a sudden you, you've halt, you've been halted because somebody isn't telling you to do that thing. Right. So I wanted to shift from somebody telling me what well, I want this and I want you to execute it to saying, well, you know what? I want this for my legacy and I want this for my future. And this is the way I'm going to build and construct this thing so that I could tell other people, well, come and help me do this. So it's shifting the power dynamic from the hands of somebody else, um, validating you and validating your expertise and validating your experience. So you taking charge of that and now creating value for others so that they can actually help themselves. So I, I just took what I knew and shaped it into something for other people to benefit. Yeah. And what I like about that is, is you, again, there, there was a process and, and what, mm -hmm. a, what I believe that you had to sit yourself down and say, you know, what do I want? And you talked about legacy, right? And, and that little short snippet that you just threw out there is like, it was packed full of things that you had to begin the process for yourself. And, and we call today's episode as you were talking about mind games and, yeah. and the things that you could begin and the stories you could begin to tell yourself um, when you're in a good headspace or not. And so when you, when you think about just as your journey led you up to this moment and again, choosing this, this purpose for work, what was it or what types of mind games did you have to overcome or process through to, to get you to this point to where you could share with others? Well, the mind games are there and some of them, sometimes they still show up. So definitely, you know, feeling that imposter syndrome was a huge one. Um, feeling as though, okay, I don't have any major enormous individual successes under my belt. How exactly am I going to tell people that I can help them do this? You know, so that was definitely one thing. And I also had to, I mean, I also had to get to the point and I, especially for those professional entrepreneurs and that's the, that's the group of people I tend to focus on. Um, when we are used to being in a space of going, 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 and then all of a sudden we're not going, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to kind of reconcile where our value comes from. And it's difficult for us to take into consideration that we may need to start, we may need to start over, start from the bottom. And it's just taking down that ego. Ego is also a big mind game that we have to come to terms with. Because, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I I have always been viewed as or viewed myself as or been in a position to be a highly valuable asset to a team. But now I'm in a space where uh, it's, it's, it's almost like difficult for me to communicate just where that value really is or where it came from. So I had, in some senses, sometimes we have to get out of our own way and to become a student again of a lot of things so that we know if we have to start in a particular direction because it's very different being a professional in a in an environment of a company where the tone and the structure is set for you to now you having to do it yourself and to build that structure yourself it, it's very humbling when you realize that well I really don't know <laughs> what I'm doing I thought I knew I thought I was this maverick or whatever you may very well be a professional in your space but sometimes to build that machine to build that system it will it will 
it will show you just how much you don't know, you know. So ego, definitely one. Um, sometimes we have to deal with entitlement and we think that we are entitled to this or that, the other, because, you know, we're so professional. And certainly when you get into the depths of the thing in the area, okay i need to know a lot more you know a little bit of imposter syndrome so some of those things came up some of those things i've overcome and i'm like yeah I, I'm, I'm okay being a student again um but sometimes you know especially when you're taking steps to the next level to improve you want a bigger client and a bigger client the imposter syndrome kind of comes in but i've gotten to a place where i can manage it so that's good well and and there's something in that where you begin to talk about you know just again lining up and then identifying where you are but and you mm -hmm. talk about there comes a point where you need to build systems around accountability and so talk talk a little bit about about what you mean by systems of accountability well what i mean by systems of accountability um is essentially creating an environment that puts you in the best position to succeed. So some of the simplest things are the things that keep us back. It's not that we don't know. It's not that we aren't um, professionals. It's not that we haven't lived and done the experience, but sometimes it's because we procrastinate or it's because we put things off or because we anticipate that things will be difficult or hard or it's because we are afraid of failure that we don't attempt to do things and we don't attempt to get things um, past the point where we feel comfortable. So as a result of that, we tend not to push past certain insecurities or, or things that we may deem uncomfortable or painful. But when I talk about building a system of accountability, I mean create an environment that allows, allows people, systems, tools to always remind you you need to get things done. Right. And it also means that you have to work on yourself and talk to yourself to a lot. The self-talk has to be different. So it has to be that, you know what, regardless of what goes on, I need to wake up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Or I have an accountability partner who's going to check in to say what's going on with XYZ project. Or I need to work with a schedule to keep my appointments on time so that I don't show up late for things. I don't forget things. And even if I do forget things, I do have a system to remind me that, Okay, so this is your deadline for X, Y, Z thing. You know, it means working with measurable goals so that you're not just saying, well, I want to accomplish, I know I want to get new customers, right? Or I want to get new followers on my LinkedIn or whatever the case may be, or my new subscribers to my channel, but there's no real system for that to happen. So you're not saying, well, I want to get 10 new followers this month or 10 new subscribers. And what is the actual system to get that done? Are you talking to new people? Are you putting out more content what exactly is that happening so systems of accountability mean that you need to create um milestones for yourself you need to have people in your process and you need to use tools to continue to almost like you know stick you i mean the human nature is such that you know we have to feel a little bit of guilt like, oh my god i'm feeling so badly about this i have to get this done that's just human nature you know if, if we left up to our own devices more than likely we just won't get things done or we'll do it on our own sweet time and that doesn't really work when you're trying to you know accomplish a goal so that's what i mean my systems of accountability yeah and 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 thank you so much for for putting that that last little bit of of humble openness and transparency on there because there's something to when when you talk about systems of accountability, there's an intention set behind, hey, I'm going to make sure that as a part of my process, things are in place to help me 
follow through with the things that I said uh, that I'm going to do, things that I said I'm going to make sure are a part of my brand and my business, because those things become a part of um, the story people tell about as they experience you of what do you look like when you're in your element being accountable to excellence and all the rest of those things. And so, no, I appreciate you throwing that little lack. Cause again, yeah, you're right. Some days we wake <laughs> up like running a hundred miles an hour and we're checking everything's off and, and everything's going well. But then in those days you're like, man, I ain't here for it. Ah. Yes. <laughs> right. But, but exactly. there's something too, this thing about vulnerability and transparency and you call it you call it a little a secret sauce to to authentic relationship in business tell me a little bit more about this vulnerability and transparency because some folks think those are cuss words <laughs> well um okay so in the line of developing a brand remember branding uh and particularly personal branding is a the basis of that is communication. And in order for you to build any type of relationship with somebody or an audience or a group or whatever the case may be, people have to see all parts of you. It doesn't mean that they have to see every single piece of dirty laundry, but they need to know the the edges and they need to know the the, the hills and the valleys that would have brought you to where you are. Because anything worth its way, it isn't going most times it's forged by fire, right? We have to have some of that inside of our system. Anybody who is tough, anybody who has, a, as you say, a broad back for work and anybody who could really teach you things and in, in an impactful way should be able to, not, should, not even should be able, it is advisable that you build a relationship that allows you to be transparent and allows you to be vulnerable. Nobody lives a life where everything goes perfectly 100% of the time. No, that is, that is to expect that is insane. And to create a persona that seems to put that forward could get you into a zone where people think you are disingenuous and people almost think that this, your lifestyle couldn't, cannot be real or you cannot be real and where you've gotten cannot be real. So at no point in time, have you ever gotten any challenge difficulty? And if that's, if, if that is in fact the case, how good are you really? If everything, every circumstance, has been perfect for you to succeed. How good are you ready? Because you haven't been able to measure your performance against times where you're really required to push past all of the things that maybe are attempting to hold you back or all of the things that may be attempting to get in your way and de develop systems and strategies to be able to work around, work with, work through those things, right? Because you wouldn't be saved at every juncture. You wouldn't have um, an advantage at every juncture. And um, you, many times, you know, the odds may be stacked against you. And to, more often than not, Murphy shows up. Murphy shows up to interfere with your process. So if you um, create a persona or you communicate with your audience that everything is always hunky-dory all the time, it comes off as very disingenuous and fake because um, most people would see that and be almost at least the real people who really want to get to know you they may see that and wonder this is a little confusing you know it's, it's almost like when we look at people's social media we look at their instagram and we see their highlight reel you know there are so many things happening behind those images or behind those videos so it's really important that we understand that that vulnerability allows us to become closer with our audience, building an even stronger relationship with them that allows them to see us as more relatable, as more human, and therefore 
it, the loyalty is a lot stronger. So when it comes to even selling them anything, it becomes that much easier because they understand what you have been through to be able to accomplish that. They understand that those are the, those are the things that qualify you to talk to them about the things you talk to them about. Other than that, you know, people are like, mm, I don't know how genuine or real this person is, uh, how authentic they are. So then they're certainly not cuss words. They certainly are not, but they are very uh, important points of strategy when it comes to crafting your communication to build trust and loyalty with your audience. For sure. Yeah. So, and, and again, it goes to those simple things, particularly around business and all the rest of those, like, again, people, people need to buy you before they buy from you. And it goes back to, you know, no like, and trust and, and all of those things that uh, people make t-shirts out of and, and wall posters, but it's one thing to live it for it to be a part of a business value, but as a part of the brand in the way that people describe when they interact with you. And there's something to be said around practicing that so that it doesn't feel disingenuous or off-putting as you were alluding to, to say, hey, um, am I just doing this for the gram? Am I just doing this for a post or some some vanity metrics, if you will, um, posting a video or different things like that? But that gets into something that you you, one of the biggest, you call it the one of the biggest injustices you can commit against yourself is is lying to yourself about where you are and what you have going on. Can you can you dig a little deeper into to where that comes from as it pertains to injustice to yourself? Oh, an injustice. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, okay, so when I refer to it, when I refer to it as an injustice, and it may seem a little bit melodramatic, but the reality is that it is in fact quite an injustice to yourself and to your brand when you lie to yourself, right? So um, you have to be honest about who you are, where you are at, and what you need to do to take yourself to the next level. The worst thing is to put yourself out there as somebody that you are not, or keep telling yourself that, you know, you are this great, amazing specimen of a person, when in fact you have a lot of work to do, right? You have a lot of things to come to terms with. And and I and I, I bring that back to a lot of um lack of self-awareness. And there's some people who are willfully ignorant about the things that they have going on with themselves, right? They're willfully ignorant. And what that does is that really interferes with your transparency and your authenticity. So because when you lie to yourself, I mean the only person that you're hurting is you because I can guarantee you that as long as people are paying attention, they would recognize that this person uh, is a little bit, you know, you know, you know, a one, one screw short of being 100% functional. So they, 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 they may get confused. And when you do that, you, you are almost like the emperor with no clothes. I don't know if people know that story. <laughs> the emperor with no clothes, right? Everybody can see that there's an issue except for you. And I bring that back to really being self-aware and to really being engaged and in tune with yourself and um in in, to, in line with my work personal branding self-awareness is critical absolutely critical when it comes to building a brand because you have to know who you are before you take what you have and fashion it into something that's valuable for other people if you're not sure who you are how exactly you're going to talk to people what exactly you're going to connect with people on what basis right uh, or if you 
craft some sort of insane story, it becomes really hard to keep up with that. So you've got to be honest with yourself, especially if you want to grow, you want to get past a certain point. You know, you, you know, there are people, the definition of insanity, according to Einstein, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But there are people who will sit and they will be convinced that they are doing everything that's correct. But I say you can never get the wrong result with the right um, systems and strategies. It just doesn't make any sense. So you definitely do yourself an injustice when you lie to yourself and just don't be honest with the things that you're not doing. So, yeah. 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 And, 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 and again, all of these anecdotes and these innuendos and all those things that we've carried over the years, again, that, that definition of insanity. And I love the call out there that you, that you made before you went to that next point is, Hey, it's one thing if you've tapped into creating a good habit, but are you really, what was the measure that that was right for you? And it was healthy for the brand and the business that you're trying to portray to the world. And if you're the person that something is going wrong, but you keep telling yourself this lie that, oh, things are peachy, things are all good, right? Then you're you're not actually supporting anyone well um, by continuing to perpetuate a lie. And I think that part of it that's the insanity is, hey, get off, get off the crazy train when it comes to, hey, like, how do you believe that's going right? You're not making any money. You have zero clients, but you're, you've been doing that for how long now? Right. Yeah. And, it like, and I'm, like, oh, I'm just getting started for the past 10 years. I'm just yeah. getting started for the past 10 years. And so and so when you think about just the capacity that it takes to do life and do business well as it pertains to up in someone's mindset what do you what do you really say to everybody having the potential to be extremely influential and powerful um in in their own right well naturally i think everybody has the potential to be extremely influential right i think it's the capacity is within all of us the difference will be made um, based on who is disciplined enough to get it done. Because there are some people who just are not interested in putting in the work. And it, it, it takes work, right? There's no shortcut to this thing. Um, just like any relationship that you are building, you know, you're not going to have a best friend by meeting somebody for like one week or two weeks, right? It takes years and years of investment in that person, really getting to see who they are in good times and bad times when the things don't go well, you know, when they become vulnerable and you see the most trans, you know, you see their transparency, you understand, okay, this is who this person is. Um, uh, you have, okay, I lost track of the question. <laughs> I lost track of the question. Can you remind me what hey, it is? Oh, yeah, just how do, how do you help people kind of nurture this, this, influential right. space that they have it within them to, to be right with, okay 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 into- me talking too much then. anyway okay, so it really is it really is um, helping people drill down on um what is the thing that they love and what is the thing that they do better than anybody else right and really having that and owning that and and being good with that but also understanding that People aren't just going to see that and believe that. You actually have to build that relationship. There's a bridge that needs to be built between yourself and the audience that you are uh, engaging with. So that so that group of people changes from just being an audience into being a tribe, into being an army, into being people who support you and continue to uh, endorse and evangelize on your behalf. 
right? So it's really important that you get clear on your message, get clear on your voice. Um, do you want to connect with people on the basis of um, uh, being somebody who's funny? Do you want to get connect with people on, on the basis of being somebody who is highly informative and intelligent and you teach people things? What is the voice that you're heading out there with? And even if you feel like you have no voice, because a lot of, like, sometimes I come across people who may be introverts and they may be like, afraid to kind of speak publicly and in their mind you know this personal branding thing is not for them and, and i mean nothing could be further from the truth because voice has a lot more to do with you establishing your space you are here you are present and you have value to add how exactly are you going to use the voice that you do have to connect with the people that you would like to reach so it's really important that you take ownership of those things and understand that this is a long game branding is a long game you take the scenic route and develop the relationships and you should be good to go yeah I, I i like particularly that call out right because again we you know again i i just right when, when it comes to you know how long it'll take like no nobody has a you know magic eight ball to say when you hit um but one thing that i i love what my my, my, my sister from another mr melissa coach Mayo said you know a couple episodes ago was really around your clients will find your voice but it's what you just said there in that call out is, hey, people have to know where they can find you and you have to exercise that voice. And so as long as you're putting out content and information that is meaningful to the people you're intending to serve, then they'll find you. You just have to make yourself available um, for that connection. And so I coach. I, I Thank you so much for, for just coming to hang out for this little snippet of time. Um, but <laughs> no I, know, I want I want your clients to find your voice. I want them to find you. So how can people connect with you? How can they uh, follow your content and, and all of that good stuff? Oh, for sure. Oh, so you sure. can connect with me on LinkedIn, right? By searching Jamila Bannister, J-A-M-I-L-A, Bannister with two N's. Um, I'm also on Clubhouse every Thursday at 7 a.m. in a room called um, Any Digital Thinkers Club. So let's search for the club. We have this room every morning at 7 a.m. EST. Um, so I give good advice on branding and personal brand development. Um, feel free to connect with me on Instagram as well, JB Branding, and I should be good to go. You can find me anywhere else once you connect with me in those places. <laughs> All right. Thank you so, so much, coach. Um, and again, y'all, we had, uh, a, as you saw, these are always humble, open and transparent conversations because you never know what's going to happen on one of these episodes because we are live. And so if you're watching a replay, hashtag replay. Uh, and also, if you're another coach out there who is seeking to uh, share the space with me and you want to tell people all about why and how you are a practitioner of your purpose. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with you. Please direct message me and we will get you set up for a hot episode. Well, until next time, folks, continue to be well, continue to be kind to each other, and we will see you all later. Thank Thank you for listening to another Hot Takes podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. Please share, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we love to hear from you. We love to hear from you. So until next time, make sure you present yourself 
every single day with intentionality. Actions over ideas always win.